Previously on Finish It, Dinosaur Island. This is this is the deal, you guys. It's unbelievable. Okay. He's planning to make a movie about the dinosaurs. Cloud LeBeau is? Yeah. He, the reason he's making dinosaurs is to make no. a mo- one movie about them. No. Which this- he believes will make a billion dollars. I don't understand. Kyra's like, what about the volcano? We heard it's going to erupt any moment. Arturo says, yeah, that's LeBeau's plan. The volcano will erupt. It'll kill all of the dinosaurs. Nobody else can make a movie about dinosaurs if a volcano kills them all. <laughs> that's his master plan. Make it that one movie. Blow them all up. That's it. Can never be repeated. <laughs> that's science. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Ewell. Hi, I'm Chris Ewell. Welcome to Finish It, the completionist interactive fiction podcast. Every page, yes. every ending, yes. every book, yes. everyone is friendly when they see a puppy in the park. Every time you do that, it sounds like you're trying to remember the notes of the treble scale. <laughs> Are the, has this not been the notes of the treble scale every time? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember the notes of the treble scale. How many are there? There's like 17, right? It's almost the whole alphabet. It's at least 17 or 18 notes. Yeah. One or two notes for each letter of the alphabet. So I knows? thought I was doing it. I'll go back and re-record the beginnings of every podcast. That'd be great. We'll just slip them in. Hi, everybody. Happy hey everybody. everything. Right now, we're recording Monday night, so it's Festival. We've been celebrating yeah, that today in Animal Crossing. How was your festival, Matt? It was great. I was. I felt pressure, intense pressure, to get everything to get the most out of the day. Yeah, and run around yeah. very fast and collect feathers, and then like, do I need more feathers for later on? And then I was like, I can't do it. I just can't. Like, I gotta not. I gotta live for right now and not live for tomorrow. Have but you, I do have a few extra feathers. Have you experienced that same feeling in like your daily life, like a day where you felt like you needed to get the most <laughs> you possibly could out of that day, and then you really went for it? No, but it no. <laughs> but it is the um same anxiety I feel all of the time when like I have anything that I have to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Any anything doesn't really matter it's what, very right? Very much not about living to my my fullest potential or even living life to the fullest. It was simply about I have to get feathers. Have to get the feathers. To get the thing and then to get the other thing and then to make sure I have enough things to customize the things. Yeah. So absolutely is not. I didn't pay. I hardly any attention to life. Just uh, yeah. Feathers. You weren't even enjoying. But it was great. It was fun. Which was is confetti. some might say the opposite of the point of festival, which is to enjoy the moment and lose yourself. In yeah, the but music. anytime there's a big celebration and then somebody brings activities, and it's like, well, I thought we were supposed to be having fun. Oh, I love activities. <laughs> I guess activities. it depends on the activity. Well, how was your Valentine's Day? Let's talk about that then. It was really nice. Yeah. Uh. uh I, I felt a little bad because I got Fader up DVDs, Blu-ray DVDs. That's a great presents. gift. And she got me Blu-ray DVDs as presents, so it was perfectly wonderful. Oh, well, why'd you I feel bad? I have to feel bad about it. Oh, huh? gotcha. I gotcha. Like, yeah. before you knew, you thought it was maybe not good enough, but it yeah, turned out Yeah, I was like, this, is this romantic? And then it turned out it was all very romantic, even though it was technological DVDs. Technology so got... can be romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a those sa- those electronic saxophones. Yeah, or like the like a robot a robot that kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's romantic. Smoochatron. Smoochatron. Matt, what book did you read this week? I also uh, read Dinosaur Island. Thank goodness. That's and the book I that I that read. Because I hope that you did that, too. I also did that. <laughs> that's good. Uh, How th- was your Valentine? Are we going to have a Valentine's Day conversation for real or not? Oh, yeah. People no, like, it was fine. DVDs? It's kind of like... Uh, I'm dying to know. We've kind of shifted it to being more of like a, um, a, a holiday for our child. Oh, that's cute. You know, so you could, we gave her some chocolates and bears and... She made Valentine's to drop off for all of her little friends, so that was really cute. And to, but then she fell down and she hurt her wrist. Uh, she's fine, but it was not sprained, but like it hurt to kind of use. So then yeah, we just it was photo- hard to look at. <laughs> we just pho- so weird shaped. Photocopied her uh, her one Valentine that she made and just printed it out a bunch of those <laughs> to give Very to nice. everybody. That's cute because her hand hurt. The DVDs that were exchanged. Just so everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Is I got, I mean, I got, I got them for us, really. But I got uh, the Thin Man movie, the first Thin Man movie, sure, on a Blu-ray. Great. And I got the because we watched those on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the day we watched those on? We just did it. Oh, instead of doing the Super Bowl, we watched three Thin Man movies. Uh, and then the other movie I got was uh, Casablanca because we we. We usually go to the movie theater in the neighborhood. They play with Casablanca on ah, Valentine's Day. That's great. We can't do that this time, so now we have it ourselves. We'd... And then she got me all the community episodes on DVD. So now we can rewatch it again, but with commentary. And you get to and you get to use a physical disc. Yeah, that's right. I'm realizing now that I was like, all people are really going to wonder what the DVDs were, and now I'm realizing nobody cared. And nah. It was awful to have to sit and listen I'm your to brother. It. I didn't really care that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learned a lot of people listen to this at 1.5 speed, which is really good. Yes. So I'm Keep hoping that you're doing that, and then also just kind of clicking through the timeline if you're like, yeah. well, that's not for me. Uh, Matt. Or, you know, like uh, when I listen to Mark Maron's podcast, I would be like, okay, new episode, that's great, and then jump 10 minutes in. <laughs> Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure people have some tips and tricks for that. Um, Matt? Yeah, hey. What do we do first? Do we read the book? Do we just read it? I need you to hold my hand for this one. I'm feeling a little spent. You're out. I'm going to need you to, like, hold me like a baby and walk me through. Hold me like your new wife and walk me through the threshold of this episode. (laughs) Okay. Um, so what we are you just pooped out from doing the live stream? I just my brain is just fried. Thank you everybody no. for coming to the live stream. That was very fun. It was real fun, and it is on the YouTube channel, uh, mm-hmm. which is you know search finish it pot and you can find it pretty quick. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it was really fun. And if you're like mm, I don't know, check it out because Chris did a bunch of of transitions and video stuff, and it's really funny. And there's, uh, sometimes and there's very loud sounds in it, so that's also enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, the pizza mix. Yeah. Oh, it's coming back to me. We do a read tease, don't we? To yeah, the, little, yeah, the first a little thing we sampler do is platter. a tease to Yeah, that way when people start listening to this podcast, we right away give them a reason to stick around. Awesome. About 10 minutes. If you would like me to tell you a little about what I read, I'd be happy to do so. I'll let you know just enough, but so much the story is ruined. So here's my read tease. Um, I face a deadly creature that Whoa. is not prehistoric. Ooh. I think it's a I'm going to be, I'm going to get I'm going to guess yeah, that. Do it. And it's not the most dangerous creature man, right? It's a different it's a creature creature. Yeah, it's not man. It's not the most dangerous creature man. Uh in that case it's definitely um 
uh, a drop bear. A drop bear? Is that a bear that drops out of a tree on you? That's right. It's an Australian monster. Is that for real? Yeah, you have to be very careful of the drop bear. <laughs> Wait, I better Google that, and I think that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it, uh, a bear that drops out of a tree would be pretty deadly. Uh, but I'm not yeah. going to tell you if that's what it was, because this is just a tease. You have to stick around to find out. So, Matt, what was the tease of your read experience on this lovely Monday evening? Uh, I got to experience children watch one adult after another die in horrible ways. <laughs> that sounds like the flavor we've been missing from these books yeah, for a little while. I really enjoyed it. And I think you'll be surprised about one of the ways because that it's sounds, not what you think. It sounds like a, just a good early 90s movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just absolutely horrible. I'm excited to hear more about that. Uh, but before I get to hear about that, we're gonna you're gonna have to do a segment on me, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Now is when I do a segment on you. Okay. Are we all alone? Is there really nothing else out there? Wow. Meanwhile, in the finish it verse, that's. Um, evocative and mysterious. Yeah, I totally spaced out. Yeah, meanwhile, so there's a finish it verse, you guys. It's there's not a just finish us. it verse. There's, there's things adjacent to us that are related to us. Hmm. If you enjoy the podcast, you might like these other things. And I'm going to mention a couple of the things um, now. And I didn't okay. write them down, but it's okay because I know it off the top of my head. So it's easy for me. I'm going to take a second, though. <laughs> yeah, gather yourself. Had this all set up, and then it went away. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so look, first thing is first. Okay. Something, so we mentioned we just did the live read, uh, or the live read, the live stream on the YouTube, which was really fun, and definitely go check it out. Uh, but, uh, one thing that came out of that was that our uh, dear uh, friend and uh, user uh, at Midnight Library, Matthew, mm-hmm. mentioned that they started uh, a an interactive fiction story that is just like Journey Under the Sea, but has all this stuff that wasn't in it. Oh, right. And better than that, you can actually jump in and write some of it yourself. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. So... Matthew got it started off, and other people have been adding to it already. So if you want to find that, the funnest way to do it is through another part of the Finish It verse, which is the Finish It pod subreddit. Now, I know Reddit can be weird, but Reddit can also be very useful. And it's a nice place with some nice people. One of those very nice people is at Mauve Billions, who's been running this subreddit for us uh, just because they're nice. And not because we're nice, just because they're nice. So you can go there, and that the, there's a post about the um, interactive fiction uh, story that's being put together. And you go straight there, and you comment in the thing, and then write some stuff in the book, and then we can all read the book together. It's going to be really fun. That's amazing. Yeah, that's very, very fun. I'm excited to see that as it grows. What a cool, cool, cool thing. I think that's everything. Oh, I thought, okay, I thought there was, a, I thought it was like a list thing. <laughs> it was like two things that are like one thing. Two things that are one thing. It's amazing. It's really, it's so, so, so fun 
for us just to see that stuff happening because it turns out most of our seems like all of our users are uh, more clever and creative and fun than we are. So it's it's true. just an an absolute treat. So go check it out. And then and then one other little thing, a little slice of the finished verse. We'll drag them in. Uh. Many, many moons ago, we had our friend Joe Starr as a guest on this show. Yeah. This coming, next week, we're going to have a guest on our show named Asterios. Asterios Coconuts. Uh, who is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the two of them are doing a real play podcast yep. uh, of Cyberpunk set in 2013. It's called Jacked. You should check it out. It's called Jacked. We it might even have a little ad for it later in the podcast. What? An yeah, ad? Help yeah. Help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it, it, the finish it versus expanding. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems majestic. like a lot to say that these things are a part of our universe. They're really not. But they, <laughs> it's... it's like, a in Star Trek, if like a spaceship kind of plooped over into another universe, like for a second and then went away. Like, you know, on that gotcha, new show okay. that I'm not caught up on, like the spaceship spins all around and around and then like, uh, travels very far. I don't but know it anything. It's a spaceship that spins? Yeah, I think maybe when it spins, maybe it's like going through the multiverse. Okay. So maybe one of those spins, that's like how these things touch. Okay. Mm. I don't think I even followed me on that one. <laughs> uh, but now that we've gotten... So that's your segment. You did it. You did the finish your Yeah, so that's the segment. So then now what happens in the podcast is we start reading the book. Okay, thank you. I really appreciate that. It's the no problem. It's really good. Um, yeah, you know, I got to be honest, the whole yeah. meanwhile, you got to be careful with that language, because you did get me thinking maybe there was going to be some announcement about meanwhile in the cave of time or something. Yeah, there's not. There's not. Okay. Uh, but that's a part of the expanded universe. <laughs> part of the expanded universe that you can still access uh, in the, the individual episodes on universe. our SoundCloud. Okay, I'm Not ready. Not forever, but for now, for sure. But yeah, sorry about that. I think I'm. I think I'm good. I now that I'm holding the book in my hand, I feel You're focused. I feel uh, alert. I feel um, as like a sinking feeling, but like a high energy yeah. sinking feeling. Yeah, like anytime you dig into one of these. Books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matt. Question: It's week three. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about this book in general? I I, I like it. I, I I had another one of those kind of. I only got, I only got one new page this week. Oh. So Ooh. I'm I'm a little a little bit bored, but I still like it a lot because there's just so much more flavor, and I yeah. there is some stuff in here I'm very excited to share with you. Oh, good. I, well, how about I feel you? The same way. I got stuff I can't wait to tell everybody. Okay. Well, that's good. I think this is. Yeah, this was a good, very good choice. You've been having a lot of fun being an exchange student in Australia for the past year. And I think that's not sarcastic. I think we have been. It's not sarcastic, but it feels judgy. <laughs> like, it doesn't sound sarcastic, but I definitely feel like somebody's trying to make a point. That's what it is. It sounds sarcastic to me because of the, word ex- the, for the words exchange student. That's what makes it... Like, if it was like, you've been having a lot of fun on your vacation in Australia for the past year, I'd be like, yeah. Okay. But you've been having a lot of fun as an exchange student in Australia for the past year. It definitely feels a little judgy, like, oh, maybe I didn't do the stuff I was supposed to do. Right, yeah, yeah, like, you remember why you're here. Look how much fun you had. You got a big F for fun. (laughs) And you're you're polishing up that F by taking your one last scuba diving trip, which is where... 
dive instructor Nancy Wilson sigh shows you um, an island in the distance that's a smoking <laughs> volcano island, apparently called Kieran Island. And you learn. It's like, where should I take the kids diving today? Well, I know a volcano that's about to go. <laughs> Let's go near that. That'll add to my mystique. She tells you about the Lebeau Institute, a mysterious scientific institute doing experiments uh, there with genetics. Yeah, you can't go there because there's a volcano going to blow up, plus rich people own it, and they won't let you on it. But then that's it. Then you forget about it, and you scuba dive, and you have a good time. And then, like, a week later, you see uh, stuff about that island on the news saying that they're actually making breakthroughs in dinosaur genetics, which is crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Your science teacher tells you all about how dino DNA works with ambers and mosquitoes and everything. Mm-hmm. Have we done that yet? We haven't done that yet, have we? What? Clone dead dinosaur for real? No, I think there's some people who are like, we can give a chicken a dinosaur's face, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm so okay with that. Sign yeah, me up. About, oh my god. I'll 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 hang out with that chicken. If if yeah, the problem is that nobody fact, wants to keep it mind. after it has a dinosaur's face, I, I will it. keep it. Don't eat it. You can't eat it. Yeah, you keep it as a pet because, come on. And then eventually you it dies and you eat it because it's a chicken. Oh, you just eat after it dies of natural causes. No, I love that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're like, your friends are like, wow, what does it eat? And you're like, chickens. <laughs> Mostly just other chickens' faces. I'm not quite sure what that's about. <laughs> I think anger. I think it hates all other chickens, <laughs> the chicken faces. I think it hates itself. She knows it's a genetic monstrosity. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute but you freak. should hear it at the crack of dawn. <laughs> uh, so, and then... And then, uh, and then now you're getting ready to leave. You're getting ready to go home. You got your best buds, Kyra Bolin and Todd Harris, who I'm assuming you were scuba diving with, but it doesn't, it doesn't say. And you got seats together on the plane, which is rad. It's always nice. It's a long flight, presumably, so you, you want to be with your friends. I mean, I would think maybe you would maybe be sick of oh, them be. at that point. Like, like you had that like end of camp, uh, really tearful goodbye already. You know, uh-huh. like, oh, when I first came here, I didn't want to be here, but now I don't want to leave because I love you. Yeah. And everybody's like crying. So we'll keep in touch. And then you get to the airport. You're like, oh, right, 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 right. We live in the same. We're, right. We're, we're kind of stuck. But if, you, if you're not sick of them already and you agree to get seats together, then this has got to be a tight, a tight yeah, crew. Yeah, pretty sweet. Right. Anyways, uh, there's a lot of sunspot activity, so you're a little worried about your plane. But it takes off anyways, even though it shouldn't have. Yep. We got turbulence. We got the ship. The ship? The airship. Airship? (laughs) Is it airship? (laughs) Yeah, it's an airship. Okay, airship's bobbing up and down. Drops like a rock. Everything's going bad. And a skyboat. The uh, electrical and radio systems are out, so they decide to turn the plane around. And then another wild patch of air. Everybody's screaming. It's horrible. (laughs) Plane hits the waves. It cracks in half right in front of you. The water pours in in like Niagara Falls. It's a horrible, horrible plane crash. Uh, You manage to get out of your seat and swim to the surface. Um, But very few other people do. Kyra and Todd do. 
and they yeah, have two it, other people do. They have <laughs> it's your friends, Kyra and Todd, because you very uh, much sat in the right place on the plane. Apparently, so much trauma here. How many people did Todd push under on his way up to the surface? Do you imagine? He pro- yeah, probably a lot. Todd seems like a real piece of piece of work. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they got a raft, so we're good. You still you even still have your waterproof camera. So there's some real some real silver linings to this whole. Yeah, it could be worse. You could have lost your camera. <laughs> you could have lost your camera. This could have been bad, you guys. Uh, but it's the 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 raft has everything you need, so we have to decide between staying at the crash site or sailing the boat to the mainland. That's right. Todd is saying, "Hey, rules of survival. You stay near the wreck." Yeah, and but Kara's like, "Yeah, we were off course. Nobody's gonna find us. Nobody knows where we where we were." Yeah. So Todd, obviously, we all do that, right, Matt? Yeah, we all stay right near. No, we no. stayed right and I stayed once and then I died and that was or, That's or it, then I think. the book ended. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't no reason to do that. So yeah, we're gonna head to that mainland. Yeah, and the rest of the day passes uneventfully, it says. Which is a delight. It's it, it's, it's actually very like nice in one of these books. <laughs> um but then you're wakened by Todd saying, Bad news. <laughs> <laughs> the sail is not Look around, sailing. There's a big fog, but that's not even what he was talking about. Somebody did a poop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's and a. And he was like, no. Sorry. And everybody was like, Everybody's pooping. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I had to poop in the ocean. It's okay, it's Todd. Okay. That's what we're all doing. It's fine. <laughs> it felt so wrong. <laughs> But then I washed my hands in the ocean. Uh, that's that's what you we have do, to man. do. You just go to the other side of the boat. I know it doesn't make any sense, but it helps. Emotionally, we just it have helps. decided it's that side. Um, so there's nothing to be done. Is a fog. There's no wind. You all go to sleep. And then you wake Wait, up. Wh- how do you know there's not? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're on page 95. Chapter 95, yeah. You skipped my favorite sentence. What's your favorite sentence? I'm so sorry. What is it? You're looking at the dense fog. Oh. (laughs) You're trying to figure out what what to do. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's funny. It says you peer out into the grayness, which is my favorite sentence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then lean over the side and switch your hand through the water. It feels quite warm. And Todd's like, oh, no. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine, Todd. Just the other side, man. (laughs) Sorry. So, yeah, so everybody just goes to sleep because they're kids. What else are you going to do, right? <laughs> yeah. You wake up and you're up in the air because there's a big old breaker because you've been in Australia, so you call them breakers now. Probably with a cool Australian accent. Do you think you're it's... Like, is it cool to call it a breaker? I think it's really cool. I feel like there's got to be more a more extreme term, slang term, than just breaker. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. Right? Probably like a... Um... Probably what? Maybe like a... Sorry, I kind of zoned out. A again. slammer? <laughs> yeah, a slammer. Or a big uh, big Jason. A big Jason. Oh, I look yeah. at that big Jason. Was that Australian? <laughs> yeah, it's not an Australian. I don't think me. it was. I think it really wasn't. I'd like to go surfing, but... No, but... but... That's pretty good. Yeah, she you keeps saying but, I think uh, we'll be good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh sh- wow. Why can't I do Australian anymore? Uh. Remember when we were kids and we could do every accent? We were wrong, probably, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we were kids and we thought we could do any accent? 
It's a big Jason. No, what, am, <laughs> what is this? What is it coming from? No, it didn't. That it was did. Awful. Oh, it's awful. That was offensive and awful. I'm going to practice it for now. I've said this before in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah, we wake up on the top of a very large wave. The raft goes tumbling. We all fall out. We make it to the beach, but the raft and the supplies are gonzo because we are the like worst at surviving. You swim for the beach, and you spot Kyra nearby, so you give her a hand. Yeah. Todd is already ashore. <laughs> Todd is already ashore. Just watching you guys help each that. other. Um, seems like a nice beach, though, except for the smoke in the distance. That's how you figure <laughs> out it's probably Kieran <laughs> Island. Yep. Um, but maybe the scientists here could help you out. That'd be sweet. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah, and then now what's coming around the corner? A boat. A little boat. Bazooka Rod and his machine gun buddies. Jamboree. Uh, yeah, it's Machine Gun Boys and the Bazooka Brother, and they're in a boat. <laughs> we have to decide if we want to hide from them or try to get their attention. Yeah. What are you going to do, Matt? I chose to duck down and keep out of their sight. Really? Yeah. A coward through and through. Boat. I'm going to get their attention because I want to get my hands on that bazooka still. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I wave and shout. And uh, I let it all out. Sure. (laughs) They see that and come over to to pick us up, which is great. And they're not nice. They're really rude. (laughs) They're They're even pointing their weapons at us, which is insane. Even the bazooka... Like, the guys are like, hey, man, don't point that bazooka right there, dude. That's, that's like eight feet from us. <laughs> he's like, why? What comes out of this thing? <laughs> like explosives. That right? was like a Big water explosives. cannon. It was a t-shirt. <laughs> what? No, that's a great idea, though. We should make that. Should we check? We could check and I'll see what comes out. Put a t-shirt in it. <laughs> yeah, put a t-shirt in. Put a t-shirt in. They grab us. Well, they don't grab us. They make us get on their boat. And they take us uh, around to the bay where we find the LeBeau Institute. It's more of a comp- compound-looking kind of place. And then I meet him, short 60-ish man with wisps of white hair, Claude LeBeau. Claude LeBeau. Claude LeBeau. Uh, he says, I'm glad you're safe. Come on into my office. I'll see that you get a good meal and a shower. Hey, all right. So nice guy. Are working out. Yeah, it's looking good. And uh, unfortunately... What do we have here? Three children? Take them to my shower. <laughs> Take them to my office shower. My open children, floor come plan here, office smell you. shower. <laughs> oh, no. This won't do. <laughs> oh, I can't stop. But get in the shower. I do not like this version of Club Smell like motor oil and dead bodies for some reason. I don't like this. Uh we go to his awesome office. It's red. Uh, but he won't let us call our parents because the sun spots. Although that sounds kind of suspicious. He's like, radio's not working. But we'll take you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, would you like to see some dinosaurs? <laughs> and just he's got his hooks in us. He's got, it's all over. He says that, and it's just all over. He tells us they've been doing this experiments in secret, and they did it. They cloned dinosaurs. They have dinosaurs all over the island. And then... Uh, yeah, PSA for any kids listening. If a rich old man tells you that he's cloned dinosaurs, yeah, just tweet at, at Finish It Pod and let us know. Yeah. 
of dying to see some dinosaurs. It's just tragic. He just hands <laughs> this over to Pierre, and you know he makes a face at him when he does it. His Pierre's gonna I take bet you he's for like breakfast. a magical old French guy too, you know, like a real fun seaman, like grandfatherly, like oh, I'm gonna spend the day with this cool guy with the accent and what's that movie the Castaways? What's the the Kesarasara song and they sled through an ice cavern and the they're searching for the dead or something, brother and sister, and they're on a boat and there's a French guy. I don't know, man. It's a big bird grabs a boy, flies away. I have no idea. Hmm. I want to watch that movie. (laughs) Anyway, magical French guy like that you can't wait to hang out with. And then he's like, here's Pierre. And Pierre's like, ugh. Yeah. And he says to Pierre, he says, then, and he mentions that Pierre will take us to the dinosaur observation post. And I imagine Pierre is like, that's not a place. Oh, got it, boss. (laughs) Oh. More people for the observation post, huh? We're in quite. We're in for quite a surprise. He assures us, boss. I'm sorry, the bazooka just went off. Hey, don't worry about it, Bobby. I'm sending you over to a new post. You're going to be in the observation post. Oh, fantastic! Oh, okay, thanks. And then, then gobble, gobble, dinosaur. gobble, gobble, dinosaur, dinosaur, dinosaur. Which is what the chicken says. Which is confusing. <laughs> So uh, Pierre takes us to the tunnel underground. That's a really long walk underground. Apparently, it's going under the electric fence to get into the area where the dinosaurs are. I'm going to make you tell me what to do. This is the part of the podcast you like the best where we do um, a dinosaur fun fact. Okay, here it goes. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's time for Dino Data. Dino Data. Dino Data. Dino Data. Hi ho, dinos! Pip pip, cheerio! It's time for Dino Data. You ready for some fun dinosaur facts? I am. I like hi ho, dinos. That just makes me happy. Oh, good. All right, you're gonna love this. So today we're talking about seismosaurus. Now I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Or I know what people at home are thinking. What are you thinking when I say seismosaurus? I'm trying to remember what seismosaurus is. I think it's just a really big one, but I can't remember. That's right. But then guess what? It turns out there's no such thing. What? There's no such thing as a seismosaurus? I'm shocked and aghast. That's the newest science. Because, okay, I remember when they found seismosaurus, they were like, this thing's huge. It's the biggest dinosaur. The and biggest like, dinosaur? What? Because it's so big. Okay. And they're like, yeah, it looks like a brachiosaurus, but it's like like twice as big. Huh. But then it turns out they kept uh, like digging and looking at the bones, and they're like, oh, these aren't like the tail bones towards the end of the tail. These are like right by the butt. So maybe it wasn't quite as big. Oh, that's embarrassing. Anyway, after all the science was in, yeah. prior not a size of a sore is much more likely to be a gigantic diplodocus. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Which I used to say diplodocus. I say diplodocus also. entirely incorrect, but it's definitely more fun to say. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. But here's the fun thing. Yes. Kind of fun thing. Do you know how this Diplodocus kicked it? How? So, I mean, there's no way to know 100% for sure. Well, yeah. 
but probably because they found some bits that have been chomped on by predators. Okay. Yeah. They didn't really find anything that would have killed it. Like, no, sure. like, bone scratches. Just some nibbles. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stuff you'd see as something scavenging a big old giant uh, diplotic diplodocus. Right, right. What they did find were some gastroliths. What's that? That's like a rock that, like, a bird or some, or lizards eat. Oh, yeah, to help them digest the in their stomach, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They could just chew their food, but no, they'd rather swallow rocks. Lazy. Anyway. Kids One of today. the gastroliths they found with the skeleton was anomalously large. Really? This big old goof <laughs> might have choked to death on a rock. <laughs> it's, it's likely. It swallowed a rock that was just way too big. Yeah, he was like, ooh, ooh, the things I could digest. <laughs> I could eat anything whole now. Whole trees swallowed whole. <laughs> Because of this guy, oh, well, yep, oh this you've, do, you've done it this again, you goof. Feel... <laughs> you got so huge, and what did you do? You were so proud of such a big diplodocus. <laughs> yeah, that's a long ride if you're trying to work something down that throat. <laughs> it's true. It's like maybe the you're first like, like, few stuck, feet were but fine. But just still be going. Like, <laughs> it's really hard to tell. Poor diplodocus. So anyway, More like a diplodoofus. <laughs> There's a there's a diplodocus and a diplodontcus, and Swal- this is definitely a diplodontcus. What's it called? A gastrolith? Swallowing a gastrolith that's too large <laughs> is a diplodontcus. <laughs> Don't be a diplodoofus. <laughs> keep keep them keep them manageable when you're talking about gastroliths. Let's just all be Guys. reasonable. So that's your incredibly fun dinosaur fact. Probably just looking for some some serious street cred. You know what I mean? Yeah, there Probably was some other diplodocus is there. They're like, I bet you can't. You're so big, I bet you could eat that one. And he's like, I don't know. I don't like, know. Boy, you scared? He's like, I'm not scared. It was like, I don't want to eat a giant rock. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to eat it. Just swallow a big rock. <laughs> just it's not swallow that big a big rock. It. <laughs> he's like, fine, fine. Just get off my back. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And the other diplodocus are like, oh, no. Parents are going to be so mad. And they just like run off and leave the diplodocus there, like yeah. kids do in movies. Yeah. PSA for kids: If one of your friends is choking to death, um, get a grown if you up. Run home. Yeah, definitely just tell a grown up. You can stay home. You don't have to like deal with it. Yeah, just get a grown up. Uh, yeah. Okay, thank you for that. And as a yeah. good, great story of a great dinosaur. Yeah. Um, who went for it? He went for it. Speaking of dinosaurs. Yeah. We've just gotten to the dinosaur observation post, which is a little concrete building. Pierre opens the door, ushers us outside, and says, enjoy the dinosaurs, and then closes the, the door behind us. So we're now locked in with the dinosaurs. Enjoy the dinosaurs. Just a horrible way to kill some children. If you're going to do it, just throw them off a cliff or something, man. They're going to have like have like days of terror trying to survive mm-hmm. in the yeah. dinosaur wilderness. Which Pierre will watch all of from the observation post. I guess the defense. Hence the name. <laughs> I guess the defense is you can always be like, they said they wanted to see some dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, and then also the volcano's getting itchy. It's making noises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of sauropods in the distance. It's not great. 
we got to get out of here. I think the consensus here is this is when we decide we got to find a way up. We got to find a place in the fence where we can get through. So you, se- we all separate, look around. I see some monkeys. That's pretty cool. Um, but then I find the big mound with dino eggs in it, in completely inconsequential dino eggs <laughs> that I get to find and then ignore. But at least hey, I get a, an illustration a, a of quick it. Question. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. We are still playing Dino Bingo. Yeah. Whichever one of us sees the most dinosaurs yeah. for the first time. Mm-hmm. Do dino dinosaur eggs count as a dinosaur? I kinda want I kinda think they should. Um, I think that could count as a as a thing, as a cool dinosaur thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So dino eggs. Let's not get crazy yeah. that, but I I think we, we include that. Yeah. Like a dino footprint, I don't think it would be worth it. But yeah. no, it's gonna be all over the place. Yeah, exactly. A dino dinosaur poop. Yeah, if yeah, because that's rad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Todd runs down. Todd he will says, be like, "Oh, a coprolite," and he'd go touch it. And he'd be like, "Oh no!" Dude, he'd be like Todd, Todd, no, why did you do that? I gotta wash my hands. Who thought it was a fossil? What is? <laughs> uh, but Todd comes running downhill. He's he's like, "I found a place in the fence. We can we can get over it." Where's uh, Kyra? There she is, running from a 20-foot Tyrannosaurus Rex. We know it to be a baby dino. Um, I instinctively, like a champion, throw a rock at its face. So it charges (laughs) at us some more. Kyra's like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's intently charging at us. Yeah. Uh, And... There's trees nearby, but that that wouldn't work to climb a tree. So it says you run for your life. Yeah, you do. It's getting too close though. It's almost on you. What should you do? Dodge, what page you on? dodge uh, sixty-nine. Nice. Dodge sharply to one that. side, awesome. or uh, do I try to dash between its legs? I've done both of these, uh, and like, this time right. I'm going back through the legs. Back through the legs. Yeah, because I think there's just one little dangler that I'm trying to get to here. I, I got it. And I was hoping... Uh, Just to avoid the dangler, right? Oh. As you go, as you d- duck through the legs. I get it. Do um, the tail? lizards have danglers? Blizzard's got danglers. <laughs> T-Rex got danglers. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so I do. I'm like a champion. I go scurrying right between these dinos' legs, which is just rad. Uh, and then once I get past it, I see that Todd and Kira are, uh, have found a big crack in some rocks. So Cairo. Cairo. Todd and Cairo have found some, a crack in some big rocks. So I run over there to go in that crack with and them. like, did you see that? Did you guys see what I did? Did you see that? And did they're like, why it? did you do it? <laughs> why didn't you just come with us to this crack in rocks? Meanwhile, the T-Rex is out there confusedly turning in circles looking for you, and it's adorable. <laughs> and it's so good. I love this illustration of the T-Rex, though. He's got a lot of personality. <laughs> yeah, he's like, huh? Yeah. He does look really confused. And, yeah. oh, boy, those teeth. Yikes. But then a thunderous sound fills the air as we're huddled together in this crack and rock. Uh, <laughs> and it's the Mama T-Rex. And Mama T-Rex is like, get away from there. Get your hand out of that thing. It could be a snake yeah, in there, it says. just in case you were wondering if, if, the, <laughs> if the Tyrannosaurus Rex's forearms were ever used for anything, it was to reach into a crack to try to scratch at some kids. To try to scratch at little kids, yeah. 
Yeah. But only when it's a baby dinosaur. Because yeah. grown up grown up dinosaur is no better than that. That's right. So that was a close call. We're like, Todd, show us what show us what you got. Todd's like, it's this is the best plan anyone's ever had. Steps dancing. <laughs> he, take, he takes us to a place in the fence with a palm tree that goes yeah. up right next to it. And it's kind of hanging above it a little bit. And he's like, We climb up there. No, we shinny up there. That's and, another Australian term. Oh man, that's what it is. And we rock, and we're like, Todd, you're not Australian. Stop saying shinny. <laughs> uh, he's just looking for excuses to say shinny, which is not very many. Uh, and you, we rock the tree back and forth, and hopefully we can jump and fall down on the other side of the fence. That's his big plan. It's pretty good. Cairo's not sure about it because she's like, not sure if she'll be heavy enough to move she's the like, tree back and forth. Todd said it. Because oh, <laughs> Todd said it is the main thing. Uh, so Todd does it. He shinnies up. Coconut falls. I catch it like a champ. Um, doesn't matter, but pretty cool. <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's rad. Uh, <laughs> does it come into play? Why did you catch it? It does not come into play at all. Coconut Falls, <laughs> I catch it. That's all it says yeah, about like, it. Like, do you guys see that? <laughs> uh, he makes it. Kyra, uh, Kyra takes a turn. She's go, she goes up, but she can't get it. She can't get the tree to swing enough to drop down on the other side. So she shinnies her way back down. Like a professional shinnier. As you throw coconuts at us. <laughs> Maybe I hand her the coconut when she gets down to make her feel better. Uh, so she's like, you go. Hold this. Maybe it will make you heavy enough. She's like, you go. Maybe you guys, you and Todd can get to the mainland. Send some help for me. Um, and that's and this is a tough one here. This is a tough choice. <laughs> oh, no. Because like, I don't want to leave Cairo behind. Um, but I don't want to let... Todd go on his own to try to go get help. So I have to choose. I have to choose between the two of them. And the only thing I haven't done is I have not decided to go with Todd and leave Kyra behind. So that is what I'm... Oh, boy. That is what I'm doing today. Just a nightmare. Yeah. It's not pretty. I felt bad about it. Uh, I I give Kyra a hug. I tell her I'll send help as soon as I can. Yeah. I shinny up the tree. (laughs) I go... uh, I, I rock the tree back and forth. I get it over the fence, and I fall, but I hit the ground hard. My ankle gives out. A horrible pain in my leg. Todd runs over to help. My ankle's swelling. I can't get up. Todd says, I wish I could carry you, but you're too heavy. <laughs> just like it. It's just that, like that cliche scene in any war movie where somebody gets wounded, and the other soldier yeah. runs up and says, I wish I could carry you. But you're too heavy. <laughs> and runs away. So I give him my blessing, though. I say to go get help. He, Todd pats your shoulder and says, I, I'll send help as soon as I can, which is, I think, exactly what I just said to Kyra, who's standing just on the other side of the fence looking at me. Shoulder patting and walking away. Then she says, then he leaves. He, mm-hmm. he waves to you and to Kyra, who's been watching through the fence. And he turns off and takes off at a trot. What kind of wave could that possibly be? He's leaving us there <laughs> trapped. What would the wave be? How would you, what kind of wave would can, you do? I can show it to you. It's yeah, let me feet see. firmly planted, a yeah. uh, shoulder width apart. Yeah. Left arm down at your side hard. Yeah. Right hand, right arm, straight up. Okay. And then all the way side to side. <laughs> Why? Why like that? Because he's. 
Todd and he's uh, <laughs> he's, just he's saying bye. First, okay, That's our Todd. Uh, and then <laughs> Kyra says, "Sorry about what happened to you." Although I feel like it's, <laughs> she's kind of like, "That's what you deserve." Yeah, she sincerely means it, but the way it comes out, it's, it's it not the way. A lot of other thoughts she has going. On. That that arrangement of words cannot reflect a sincere. <laughs> Sorry, I, what I meant to say was not sorry about what happened to you. It was sorry, uh, sorry that sorry about what happened. To, wow, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't, can't do even. It. So she's just standing on the other side of the fence, looking at me. I, uh, I say, I don't know who's worse off, you stuck on that side with the dinosaurs, or me stuck on the side with a bum leg, which is kind of a little insensitive because I think she's still worse off. But then it says, yeah. you soon yeah. find out. A poisonous adder, only three feet long, but deadly as any dinosaur, is slithering toward you. You see it in time to run, but that's the one thing you can't do. Mm, the very end. Good. Very good. It's a tasty zinger yeah. of, a, of a child you, death. But not for Kyra. When it comes to a child to death, it's, your... a, it's a clever turn of phrase. That's <laughs> true. Right there. That's Packard for you. Yeah, so yeah, killed by a snake, which I think has happened in... Many of the books that we've yeah, read. Uh, like, look, as a kid who read these books, you got to get killed by a snake. I don't care where you are. Dinosaur Island, Teddy Bear Island, get killed by a snake. <laughs> I think definitely in um, Forbidden Castle. I think definitely in Deadwood City. Yep. Cave of Time, for sure. Cave of Time, really? Everything happened in Cave of Time. Yeah, you're right. Everything was in We didn't in get killed by a snake in Cave of Time? Uh, probably. I think you probably turned into a snake in Cave of Time at one point. It's an <laughs> infinite book. No, you do. Remember, because you go to the island, you go to Hawaii or something, and then you, you get killed you by a, in, the in the jungle, jungle, and you get killed by a snake there. It's, yeah, you do. it's a real go-to. I think it's just a real good kid fear, because snakes could be anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Kyra's story here continues for a couple pages, where she has to watch your body bloat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and writhe from the po- the venom coursing through you. Yeah, and then she gets eaten by a dinosaur. <laughs> like a or something. Not even like her, her. I mean, yeah, her journey goes on at least until the volcano uh, explodes. So, whatever it is, it's not great, a hundred percent. But yeah, she definitely has to watch you slowly die from snake poison, which is, and she has to listen too. Well, I mean, she doesn't have to. She could leave, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, what point do you leave? Probably pretty quick. Oh, I don't know. This is horrible. Back. I'm trying to. I'm Gotta trying to leave. think about what would I do, and then that's now it's just a wide awake nightmare that I'm living in my yeah, mind. That just made everything real. It's just that's really fun. real. This is a fun adventure. A fun adventure. Why don't we take a little break from it, huh? <laughs> maybe, maybe a little break is what we need. And you know what? I'm gonna actually play a little ad. Right here in the middle of our podcast. Ooh, I like it. Ooh, because I want to hear it. Almost like some kind of real podcast. What do you think about that? I always skip this part in a real podcast. Don't skip this, this one, though, because be this really is a fun. good ad that's fun to yeah, listen to. Yeah, because it's not for like a mattress or something. And it's not, yeah. Or like a pillow. Yeah. Although I am shopping for, I'd love to get a really good pillow. Well, I'll play you some pillow um, ads after we finish recording. Yeah, I assume people will hear this and then be like, hey, we want to advertise pillows with you. And then here's a free pillow. Oh, you're trying to get that free pillow. No, 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 of course not. I would never do that. Yes. I like your style. Okay, here's an ad. We'll be back in a second. I want to listen to it. Let's get jacked. Jacked. 
It is another perfect day in Rombly Tower, the home of CompuGlobe Corporation and the Church of Execution, a.k.a. the Church of EXE. One of us has to keep it together in this stupid city, and it's going to be me. Uh, that's just a hiccup in the great program. If you want to get to the flight, we can just get to the flight. You know, I was, I was thinking about uh, getting to the fight. Four solos that I can see armed, armed to the goddamn teeth. Kid, this is not good. When I signed an old school gutter guitar style trio, everyone thought I was crazy. They were like, gutter guitar's dead. And I was like, no, 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 my friends. <laughs> nostalgia, nostalgia is alive. Our father, who art a computer. If there's stacks of cash, <laughs> stuff that looks like it's made out of gold, Stuff I can just carry real fast as I run towards the helicopter. Keep your goddamn heads down. Jack, we're getting jacked. Attitude is everything. Feel time, you cross up your power, and you are bigger than you. Jack, we're getting jacked. Jacked, a cyberpunk RPG podcast. Listen now at jackpodcast.com. So good. Yeah, uh, that theme song. I just absolutely love it. Definitely go check it out. That's Asterius's, uh podcast to, um, that he, he just launched not too long ago. And he will be joining us next week for a cyberpunk adventure of our own. Ooh. But in the meantime, Matt. Yeah, yeah. How would you like me to quiz you? Uh, okay. I don't do very good at these. It's the time in the podcast where we play a quiz. It's choose from adventure or dot 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 dot. Lovely. Thanks. Oh, I'm doing the quiz. Right, right, right. You, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what we do is we switch up who does the quiz, who does the segment. So the one who does the segment Thank um, you. doesn't do the quiz. So you're the one who does the quiz. It turns out I still need that. And somebody else held my hand this week. <laughs> Matt, uh, yeah. it was this is quiz was uh, uh, submitted by one of our amazing users, The Walking Ooh. Dog on Twitter at The Walking Dog Six. Um, some nice. amazing quiz ideas from The Walking Dog, and this one um, I enjoyed a lot because it's actually a, a, a show that I w- I'm not familiar with. It's Choose Your Own Adventure or episode of Ulysses Thirty One. Oh, do you know that show? Is it, is it like an anime? Yeah, it's kind of like a weird like anime, like 80s like thing that we would watch when we were kids. Um, but it's like seems to be based on the Odyssey, kind of, but in space with aliens and all sorts of oh, crazy it's stuff. Oh, really good. Yeah, yeah. You're very. teaching kids literature accidentally, and they're loving it. Very, It's very good and really insane, and I don't think it has too much to do with any literature because it looks grape nuts but it does also have uh thanks to the walking dog i found out it does also have a pretty banging uh theme song and i would love to play uh that for yes, you yes yes please the first yeah. like minute of the theme is like uh like a narrator being like there's in this out region of outer space an explorer went to a thing but it goes on for like a minute and 15 seconds of Whoa. backstory and i don't know it's like so much that it sets up during the theme song, so I'm skipping that part. I'm just doing the song part. Are you ready? This guy's a kitty cat helmet. They have a kitty cat helmet. It's it's nuts, dude. Here, I'm gonna play the song for you. Yeah. Ulysses, Ulysses, all the 
Wow. It gets real so, funky in the last chunk of that beast. Yeah, like I like most people have been searching for my drag queen persona <laughs> should I ever take to the stage for yes. purpose. And I now know it's Ulysses. Ulysses. 31. Uh, and I will do this song. This song has been done before by a yeah. drag queen. There's no doubt about it. That's the sassiest 80s cartoon song I've ever it's heard. It's very sassy. I can clear up some lyrics if you're interested. Yeah, what was that one that I couldn't understand? It says, Ulysses, no one else can do the things you do. Okay. <laughs> and then it says, Ulysses, like a bolt of thunder from the blue, which oh. is the one that I think we, sure. we missed. Yeah, yeah. And then the robot part is, it's me, no, no, small robot, you know, friend of Ulysses. <laughs> whole part of this song where a robot says, my name is No, no, which is a <laughs> weird is name for a no, robot. No, no, I don't like that. It's <laughs> uh, just what the robot that, says all the delight. time, so that's what we call it. Now, I did an image search, Google search because I don't want to learn nothing about the show that might give me a hint on a quiz. Yeah, but you can get pictures. some tone there, yeah. And there is a long-haired bearded man with a kitty cat helmet yeah. who has a laser sword. And now I want to watch this cartoon. Yeah, it seems movie. really phenomenal. And I'm genuinely surprised that it was not part of our life when we were kids. I don't know how we missed this one. I guess there was just a lot of these. Is that Ulysses, the man with the hair? I don't know, hair? Matt. Oh. But here's the thing. Another thing that this made me question is how do you get to write theme songs for TV shows? Because I think we could do that. Because that was bad. Yeah. And it's a different, we it's a could different do industry that. now. I think sure. we probably need representation and stuff. But at the time, you just had to sell the right guy Coke. <laughs> right. That's a good point, I guess. Okay. Well, we'll keep on dreaming. Uh, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I think I am ready. Mutiny on board. Hey, that's Ulysses. Yeah, it is Ulysses. Yeah. Um, a space storm revives the companions as crazed automatons who take over the ship and try to crash it into space glaciers with the help of a trident battleship. Not really. That's sounds pretty good. I want to see a space glacier. Yeah, that sounds cool. In the Ulysses 31 universe, I definitely mine space glaciers for water. I'll make a fortune. Yeah. Maybe they're not made out of water, though. I'll mine them for I guess they have juice. to be. Juice. They're just made out of Gatorade. Uh, space and beyond. Uh, uh, yeah, well played. I thought you might be confused enough by all of the uh, craziness. By the theme song that is still running through my head and will never leave me, and I don't want it to leave me. You're correct. Lost in the Labyrinth. Mm. Oh, you Jews. Good try. I'm sorry. That's Ulysses. <laughs> you, you outthought yourself. <laughs> Princess Ariadna comes upon the Odyssey, which is their ship, I'm pretty sure, and asks for yeah. Ulysses' help in saving her lover Theseus, who has been exiled to her father's labyrinth to be Theseus. killed. Okay, it's it's just it's just the story of the Minotaur. There's a Minotaur. I want to see this version of the Minotaur though, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Um, okay, in the meantime, you can decide uh, about this one: the throne of Zeus. Uh, choose. Well played, well played, well played. Thank Phantoms you. of the Swamp. <laughs> choose. I'm sorry, that's Ulysses. Oh, but I was confident, though. You were, did, did, or you were acting confident. No, I was You confident. felt confident. Wow, okay. <laughs> Coming the Minotaur in Ulysses 31 looks exactly like the Minotaur in... Uh... 
Cut your head. Coming across a piece of Zotra that could bring Numenor back to life, Ulysses and Yumi pursue it to a swamp planet where they are ambushed by monsters who can copy their forms. Seems like a good good show. Whoa. Flowers of Fear. Well, Ulysses. Yes. The Odyssey comes across a lifeless city world. On hearing that its people had the technology to bring the dead back to life, Yumi takes Numenor to the planet to revive him. But she learns why there is no life in this city. What's up with Numenor? A lot of these are about trying to bring Numenor back to life. I don't know. Let's see what I can find out without learning anything. The Lost Planet. Choose. No, Ulysses. Yeah, Ulysses. It's not a choose? No, it's Ulysses. The ship passes a moon that brings Numenor back to life. Hey, Numenor! Hey, Numenor! Uh, since it's from his home planet of Zotra, obviously. Oh my gosh, that's really... What a good one, dude. You got me real hard. Oh man, and then some children are kidnapped by a legendary witch. That sounds like an epic episode. Yeah, it is. Here's what I've learned from a Google search, image search. Yumi is a blue lady, and Numenor is a blue man. And they're both beautiful. Hmm. Oh, okay. They're blue people. They must be from the blue planet. Uh, planet of the Dragons. Choose. That's right. And the last one Choose. is Secret of the Sun God. Ooh. Ulysses. I'm sorry, that's a choose your own adventure. Ah. It was just a dirty, dirty trick. A wonderful yeah, quiz. Thank you, The Walking Dog. If any, if y'all have any other uh, ideas for quizzes, you don't have to put the whole thing together if you don't want to, but you can go ahead and send them to us at uh, at Finish It Pod. I mean, put it together if you want to, by all means. It's it's wonderful. Uh, and that was a yeah, very that, that was a really fun one to do. And now I want to watch that show, but I can't watch that show right now, Matt. Do you know why? Why? Because I have to listen to you tell me about your dumb read. That's true. Sorry, I'm watching a YouTube video of Numenor and Yumi, and it's just pictures of them. Well, here's the description. This is a video slideshow of Numenor and Yumi from the 1981 cartoon series Ulysses. Enjoy. Okay. And it's just tropical dance music uh, and just stills of the two of them having a time. Okay. I got to watch the show. He's just watching YouTube, huh? Why? Well, I was doing my research just then. Mm, okay. Well, you were like, no, 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 no. And I was like, well, let me just look at <laughs> <laughs> okay look where we left off yeah where- there was a man with a bazooka and his machine gun friends on a boat and my dumb friends were like let's get on that boat and i was like no hide from that boat <laughs> that's fair so we went to page 34 right away where Perfect. todd immediately was like would you do that they could have saved us and i was like that guy had a bazooka yeah bazookas are great um but he says uh I wish I hadn't listened to you. Oh, wow. That's intense language from Todd. Yeah. Nikaira says to stop arguing, and she's right. So we go to page 46. Um, So we hang around the beach, hoping for another boat that doesn't have so many machine guns on it to come by. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen? We find a freshwater spring, which is good, and we eat some fruit. Nice. Where'd you find the fruit? Uh, from a nearby tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh. And then we hear a whistle, and we look, we see a rugged young man uh, with a beard, an athletic woman, about the same age. Oh, this is like Arturo or whatever, right? This is Arturo and Rosanna. Okay. Uh, They explain to us, they're like, where'd you come from? We started a plane crash, we're the only survivors. And then like, whoa, 
Uh, heavy. But they're like, come with us. If the people on this island see you, they're going to kill you. That's intense. It's very yeah, intense. Yeah, but we kind of already know. Because then Todd's probably like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have gone on the boat. And I'm like, see? See? Yeah, because these people Todd. don't have guns, right? Like, No, they have cameras and backpacks. Yeah, trust, guy, trust the people with the cameras and the backpacks, not the people with yeah. the guns and bazookas. This is Arturo Scarlatti and Rosanna Gallo. I like it. Gallo? He's a zoologist. She's a geologist. Okay. Good team. And they have a cool little boat called a Sabercraft. Mm-hmm. And he brags that you can bring it right up on the beach. So <laughs> okay. they get it in a creek nearby. Okay. Really unnecessary. Yeah. yeah but cool. Uh, oh, and this so is like, when you learn you about here? his big plan, right? Is that... Yeah, we say, why are you here? And Arturo says, I said that we are scientists, and that is true, but we are also spying. Spientists. So Spientists. Spientists. Come on, it was right there, you guys. <laughs> So he explains that LeBeau is making dinosaurs, and his big cool plan is to make a movie about the dinosaurs that he's made. And then let the volcano blow them up so no one else can make a movie with real dinosaurs. Yeah, for all of time, there's only one movie about dinosaurs with dinosaurs in it, Yeah, and it's the one that he made, and he's going to make billions of dollars. I imagine he's going to have to let all of his scientists get blown up in the volcano, too, or, or they might tell somebody else how to make a dinosaur. Yeah, my guess is if we're this close to the volcano blowing up, the scientists have gone into it already. Yeah, they're already tied up down there. They've been taken to the observation post. Yeah, there's the volcano <laughs> observation area. Like, wow, when did we get all these new observation <laughs> areas? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, that's insane. How many dinosaurs are there? And uh, they start telling me how many dinosaurs there are, and I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. So they're like, uh, look, we can probably help you take one of LeBeau's speedboats uh, so that you could just rock out a 20-hour trip to the mainland in one of those with this calm sea. Yeah. And we're like, what, Todd's like, what about you guys? And they're like, we're going to stay here. We're getting all the footage we can. We, we don't care if we risk our lives. You come with us if you want. So do you want to stay on the island or do you want to try to escape? Egg. Exactly, and I'm not even at that page yet, but thanks for skipping ahead through the... Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize... I mean, to, <laughs> please it? tell me if I'm skipping something important. So Todd's like, oh, the boat, we could die on a boat, just like we could die for a dinosaur, and Kyra's like, I want to go home. Yeah, it's because she's smart. <laughs> what I'm trying to remember what you did last time. You stayed on the island, didn't you? Well, I thought... Yeah, I, I thought that's what I did, but I... Inf- uh, so this time I said, I'm going to stay on the island, yeah. just like I did last time. Okay. But then I got to the next page, and that's not what happened. I ended up staying on the island. Oh, okay. So you chose to try to escape. It just didn't work Correct, last time. But okay. I just ended up on the island. Okay. But this time I said, I'm staying on the island because uh, I want to see the dinosaurs. Kyra looks uncertain. Man. Yikes. Yeah, she's like, oh, if you guys are staying, I'll stay too, I guess. So we make camp. We get a nap. Um, Get up early. He says, Todd and Kai are coming with me. We're going to follow the electric fence. You and Roseanne are going to the right. Oh, they're going left, but we're going right. Uh, we're trying to get a, as complete a census of the dinosaurs as we can. They're just trying to log and capture everything that they can before it's all gone. Yeah, Pokemon snaps. Though. Brilliant. That, I would play that game. if the volcano is about to pop, Roseanne's like, we got to quit and come back here right away. How do you know if volcano is about to pop? Yeah. When I had my appendix out, yeah, I had like it felt like kind of like gasping or something all day. Yeah, and then at some point in the evening, I was like, 
I need to go to the hospital. This is wrong. And it didn't feel any different. I just knew. Yeah. We went to the hospital. So I assume it's the same way as a as a scared mammal. Yeah. You will know when the volcano's getting close that to That makes sense. Volcanoing. Um so we're like, let's go. Do you find some dinos? You must find dinos doing this route. Hey, hang in there, man. Tell me about the dinos. <laughs> I'm about to tell you about all the dinosaurs we see. So I'm like, uh, she's, she's scanning the area with the binoculars. I'm like, if you're looking for dinosaurs, you probably don't need binoculars. And she says, not so. Some dinosaurs are only as big as chickens. And I'm like, whatever. I'm who's worried about chicken-sized dinosaurs. We need to look for... That doesn't really happen, but I'm thinking it. Yeah, nobody cares about those. We don't need to log and capture those. So we go a couple of miles along the fence, and she stops and puts a finger to her lips. Okay. And we look, I look through the fence, and there's a little metal building. Yeah. And she's like, oh, there might be a guard in there. We kind of see him. I'm like, what is he doing? And she's got her binoculars on him, and she's like, he's playing a computer game. Oh, what? Score. Yeah, pretty sweet. That's good. She's like, I guess dinosaurs aren't interesting enough. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's probably pretty. He looks at him all the time. It's eight hour day. Give him a break. Yeah, give him a break. He's bored of dinosaurs. Um, so we go around the building, uh, and there's a gate. It's shut, but it's not locked. Okay. So I'm like, check that out. And then Rosanna's like, yeah, let's go through there. Um, so we go through, and we're like, oh, then we can hide when we get to the other side. Uh, what is this a gate into? Oh, oh, into the park. electric, right, because you're outside of the electric fence. Right, right, right. So you're actually yeah, going into the dinosaurs. We're going inside to see the dinosaurs. Yikes. This is the worst um, idea. So we slip through the gate, yeah. hoping the guard won't notice us. And this, I like this sentence because it goes like this. But apparently he does, for he comes out of the guardhouse <laughs> and trains his binoculars in your direction. <laughs> for he comes out. I, it's not necessary, but it's nice. It's nice to see. There's probably a technical reason for it. Uh, we duck. He goes back inside and then drops the steel bar on the gate so we can't get out. No, now we're trapped in, trapped in Dinosaur Park. He traps you in there? Yeah, he didn't see. He, he didn't see you, but he, he was like, "I should lock this," out, and he was like, "Whoop, gates are locked." That's not good. Oh man. Okay. Well, you wanted to be inside anyways, right? I did. Uh, Rosanna's like, we might as well make the best of it. Okay. So then we go to page fifty-six. And oh, yeah, I see some dinosaurs. Page fifty-six, two-page like, spread illustration. You and Rosanna, and just it's it's the epic landscape shot where you see all the dinos existing in. The ecosystem together. You see Stegosaurus. You got some some sauropods in the river drinking water and yep. bathing. You got a bunch of little grazers walking, like a whole herd walking into a forest. You got a, a pterosaur flying up in the air with the volcano behind. That is an illustration and a half right there. It's an illustration and a half. It's just like that part of Jurassic Park, except it doesn't look as good because it's still an illustration. It looks here. better because it's got Stegosauruses. It does have a stegosaurus, which... I don't think there are any stegosauruses in Jurassic Park, and that made me really mad. Yeah, I think we can definitely, definitively decide right now there were not, and that was a mistake. That's my favorite and dinosaur. No, the movies had a stegosaurus rex, and they should have all had stegosaurus rex. They <laughs> should all had stegosaurus rex. And then that last, that one where they made a genetic, the genetic perfect dinosaur, it should have just been a stegosaurus that could walk on two just legs. Like, stegosaurus has everything you need. <laughs> it's already there. Dumb. Um, so we get inside. We go out to the top of the hill so we can see everything, and yep, we see all of these dinosaurs, Dang. sauropods, pterosaurs flying. The guys eating the trees are hadrosauruses, 30 feet long each. Oh, chomping, wow. Chomping. I was about to say, then, we are making sure that you're only counting the dinosaurs that are actually mentioned in the text, but I, they, they mention all of them, I think. 
Yeah, they mentioned them all. Wow. Uh, I do have sauropod. I'm giving us both sauropod. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of generic. Um, so I see the pterosaur. And I say, "Hey, there's a dinosaur. Get off the island." And she's like, "No, it can't. It can't fly that good." And I was like, "Okay, like I'm a kid, man. Like take it easy. Yeah. Like, I don't know everything about dinosaurs." Geologists. Well, she's trying to. I think she's just Rosanna. trying to educate you. That's all. Well, she's being mean about it. Well, yeah. she's maybe a little too sensitive. Uh, but then I see a pack of small allosauruses stalking a lone stegosaurus, and I'm like, "No, my stegosaurus." Oh no! And she's like, but that's another. That's more dinos. Yeah, I Man. got a bunch of dinosaurs. Allosaurus are scary, yo. They are scary. Um, so she films the allosauruses eat the stegosaurus. Oh, she so gets some nature footage, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> get some, get some of that nature footage. You're like, this is not what I was watching. <laughs> That's I not what I wanted. Now he's been eaten. Yeah. Uh, but then boom, the earth trembles and oh I'm no, just about fall down. She does fall down. Steam's coming out of the volcano. She gets to her feet. She's like, mm, we don't have time to get out of here. I'm like, huh? What? She pulls this cool cylinder out of her uh, backpack. Okay. And I realize it's a balloon. What? With a supply of compressed helium. And I'm like, oh. What? We're flying out of here. No, you're not. That's what's going on. Correct. We're not. Uh, what she does is she uh, attaches her camera with the footage. Oh, to no. That's very disappointing. And, <laughs> and she says, uh, now hopefully someone will find this. And then she sits down and crosses her arms. Really? And I say, aren't you going to take any more pictures? And she's like, no. I should probably tell you the volcano is about to explode. It won't be long now. And I say, you're just going to sit here and wait for the end? And she says, right. And doesn't look at me. What? That is dark <laughs> business. So clearly she was prepared for this sacrifice, but she'll just let you come right along, huh? Yeah. So when she said, let's make the best of it, this is what she was. So when she said, let's just make the best of it, this is what she was picturing. She was like, oh, well, okay, me and this child are going to die. I have my balloon. She was talking to me in that moment. She was talking to herself. Oh, my Lord. She was like, man, I wish this kid wasn't here. He's got a lot of dumb questions about dinosaurs. Like, read a book. That's so bad. I do love this illustration. It's mainly of her blowing up the balloon and tying the thing onto (laughs) it and you watching. And then the yeah. dinos in the and background. The volcano in the background, some water dinosaurs and then, wa- watching that balloon, too, clearly. <laughs> right at the bottom, real tiny, is five allosauruses just chewing on a stegosaurus that's on its back. <laughs> Upside down stegosaurus, just getting eaten. Just like, just like Rosanna. Just Making like the Rosanna. best of it. Making the best of it. So what the heck happened? So she's going to sit right there and wait for the end. And I say, well, I'm not going to. So I run back to the gate. Oh, legit. Um, uh, it's still locked, but the radio is on. Nobody's there. Oh, okay. I can hear LeBeau's men. They're like, oh, time's running out. We only got five minutes. Oh, boy. Uh, then everything goes dead. We go to page 85. Everything goes dead as in like volcano explodes and everything goes no, dead. No, no, the radio goes dead. Sorry. <laughs> and then uh, the, everything went dead. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, so far as you're concerned. Um, Ooh, another choice. Yeah, so I'm like, I got to get off this island. I got two options. I can try to run to the main headquarters. Yeah. And maybe LeBeau will take me on his helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or run down to the shore and try to find Arturo and my friends. And maybe we get in that boat that he was bragging about. How are you going to run down to the shore? You're inside the fence. I guess there's not a man there, so I can just unlock it. Okay. I don't, They don't really... Well, the good news is I decide to head for the beach. Okay. So... Maybe the, maybe it'll be explained in a minute, and maybe it'll be a mystery for all time. Okay. It says I race down to the... Creek. Nope, doesn't okay, explain. So, 
I, I don't know how I got through the uh, maybe you know the guard left. Yeah. So he opened the gate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Um. So I run down there. Todd says we thought we'd have to leave without you, but I don't have the breath to answer him, and it's not that I'm winded. You just you know don't I mean? have the breath. That's all. I'm just. It's I, enough. It's enough from Todd. Could be short. <laughs> I'm saving. It. I'm saving my breath. <laughs> I'm not using this breath on Todd. So it's just me, Kyra, and Todd. Yeah. We jump in the boat, and th- this is the sabercraft. Uh, and I say, "Where's Arturo?" Todd shudders. It was horrible. Oh. He, he so Todd, Arturo was scouting. Kyra says one of Lebeau's guards shot him just like that. God. That's the end of the explanation. So much. So it was not a horrible dinosaur murder. Just it was simply a simple action. A man shooting a man, it's... and that guy died. Wow. These kids, These kids have been through the, so much. The most trauma, and no one will ever believe them about the dinosaurs. Not with which, the, not with this much trauma. Which of the which of the things they've gone through has been the most traumatic? Do you think the plane crash? It's got to be the plane gotta be crash. The plane crash. <laughs> They're all in shock right now, yeah, right? So Just, many lives lost. Okay. Um. Okay, because so the there's a way the... to do a plane crash where you don't include the deaths of hundred a hundred people, right? Like you're yeah. like you're gonna take a a, a little skip uh, on this one plane uh, to the island that has the main airport. You know, it's like it's just yep. you and the pilot. Maybe we lose the pilot. Maybe the pilot survives, and it's part of the thing. You don't have to. They're on another life draft, and it's floating the other you way. Float and the other way. To yeah. Get your attention, and they just can't, and they just float away. Seems reckless to me. Yeah, but the we're on the boat. We hit the turbulent waters where the creek meets the sea. Ah, where the creek meets the we sea. Bounce around, but Kyra knows what's up. She keeps a steady course. Okay, good job, Kyra. And we blow out to sea. Hey, oh. 20 minutes later. 20 bad minutes. 20 later, bad minutes, yeah, later. Heat born on a hurricane wind sweeps over you. Whoa, what is that? Great sense. Uh, luckily, there's so much water splashing around from this horrible explosion that... Uh, oh, it's the volcano first. exploding. Oh, well, man, you get the heat it's, wave. It's 20 minutes later, it hits us. That's crazy. You know, um, off to page 42. <laughs> okay, this is great. So there's a we see a great hump in the sea. Whoa. A great hump in the sea coming towards Is us. Is that from the explosion? It's coming towards us. Yeah, from the island. Coming towards you from the island. We're going towards the island. No, it's coming towards We're going away from the it, island. Why would it be It's coming towards you. It's not in front of you. You're not going oh, towards it. I just it. thought it was a random huge wave. No, I think it's a shock wave from the I think you must be right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the intent. So there's a great hump of sea coming our way. Sea humps. We go gotta look out for those feet sea humps. There on the sea hump. Yeah, I have a boat called the Sea Hump. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all know about your boat, Matt. Everybody knows about desire. Me and mom and dad hump. talk about it whenever you're not around. <laughs> uh, it hits the boat is crazy. Todd cries out as his elbow bangs <laughs> against a thwart. His elbow. Yeah. I grab the wheel. Kyra's flung aside. I grab the wheel. The boat's under control again. I say, how's your elbow to Todd? <laughs> I'm going to have a bruise, he says, but it'll be okay. Thanks, Todd. Good. Good to know. <laughs> the editor was like, Edward, 
Amazing. I do think page 42 could use one more Todd Just moment. a moment. <laughs> Just a bit. Just like, make him do some really stupid thing that you're like, I hate this guy, but I love him. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean. You've been nailing it with Todd. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, Kyra says, we made it. We survived the eruptions. The eruption. And I say, and the dinosaurs. And Todd says, and le beau. And we all laugh. Yeah. Because he did the voice. Yeah, probably. probably. Set uh, the boat on course towards the mainland. Knowing we're all good to go. And I have strapped to me a roll of dinosaur pictures. <gasps> you took dinosaur pictures with your camera that survived? That's right. You used the camera. Good job. Me, I would have forgotten. But this kid remembered and took pictures of dinosaurs on his camera. Wow. Now, this is a kid with the camera strapped to his body. Yeah. And he's taking pictures of dinosaurs. And I bet they're bad. But they're probably not great, but they're pictures of dinosaurs. Yeah, but 20 years later, somebody cleans them up, and it's like, these are pretty incredible. Yeah. That was my epic, amazing adventure where I saw a whole bunch of dinosaurs and two humans die. That might be the best journey. I mean, you don't get anything with Claude LeBeau or anything, but that feels like the most um, dinosaur island adventure. Yeah, if I watched that story as a movie, I would have been like, that was a good That movie. is a story. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> weird that we never saw Claude Lebeau, but good, good story, sweet bazook. Um, wow, I like that one, man. That was a good one. It's a good one. I got to get over onto that leg of the leg of the journey. Yeah, I think I've good. exhausted my leg of of the the book, so I I think I'll be able to join you pretty soon. Exactly. Um, but we need to make a quick decision here, and it's not looking good for me. But let's do it anyways. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one Who has lost and who has won Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or on Matt's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see I think I'm on Matt's team this time, unfortunately That was just too good an adventure You saw too many dinos You had a great escape You escaped with all of your friends Of your own like you did the escape, you and your friends pulled the escape off. It's too good. It's too good an adventure. Mine is not. I I liked. I thought the ending was funny, but it was horrible. I got et by a <laughs> snake, so I didn't even get killed by a dinosaur. So that's, that's pretty sad. So I think this one has to go to you. But I just have to promise yeah, to myself I, that I'm going to make it up in the coming weeks. Yeah, you're gonna do great. It wasn't your fault you got killed in a killed by a snake in a dinosaur book. I mean, I did choose to go with Todd and leave Kyra behind. So I mean, that I think was a fair yeah. consequence. <laughs> you got the ending you deserved. I got yeah. Somebody had to get that end. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Man, well played, Matt. I am uh, digging I mean, this book. I am enjoying this book because I'm genuinely curious what happens on the other choices of that that branch that you're on. Yeah, this book is legit fun. I'm I'm happy we're doing this, and it's 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 a lot of reading because it's yeah. So few uh... endings, but it'll be fun to like. <laughs> no, I just mean I hope it's not boring when we're when we're doing it. But... Nah, nothing we do is boring. No, it's, it's a fun book. We're amazing, uh, and I like the characters. I like your two friends. They're the perfect two friends. They're the same two friends yeah. that Edward Parrot writes whenever he <laughs> writes friends. It's just like your two friends in House of Danger. They are the exact same. Um, yeah. And I like Arturo and Rosanna. They bring an extra cool thing to the mix because it seems like you do a lot of stuff with them. I think especially in some stories that we haven't read yet. So I'm pumped to get that. Thank you, everybody. Isn't for... it kind of intense to be an adult who's like 
Well, I'm going to die because of this volcano, so I'm now going to give up all responsibility for this child. Yeah, I mean, at the at, at the least, you got to... <laughs> this child's going to die from a volcano. you got to, like, just play act it. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, no, I think we can make it. Here, let's go this way. There should be a way out over here. Just to, like, keep <laughs> yeah. them busy and hopeful for the last, like, 20 minutes. You know, yeah, I kind of appreciate them being like, I don't know you, I don't owe you, I don't owe you that. <laughs> this is my journey. This. I, yeah. I just Arturo's achieved what I tried, idea. wanted to achieve, and I deserve this moment of solace here yeah. at the end. Also, I became a geologist specifically to die by volcano, and this is my <laughs> best opportunity. <laughs> It's every geologist's dream to die by vulc- by an island exploding. And jumping into the volcano. That is that is a that is total a, cop a, out. An urban myth that's not true. I want an island to explode around me so all the rocks yeah. and minerals become one with my I want to see the look on the dinosaurs' faces when it happens. Oh, you know that's going to be priceless. It's probably like I don't know, like they're chewing on something. They're something. chewing on a stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some of those allosauruses hurried up. You yeah, know like, oh, like, I got to get a couple more bites real quick. Fantastic book and fantastic users and listeners out there in 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 real life. I would like to say thank you, a very special thank you to one of them. Can you help me do that, Matt? That's what I'm here for. Okay. Please are compliments you see, and concrete are constructive criticism. I have one without the other, why that be no fun? No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concretes. Guys, it's complies and concretes. Complies are compliments. Concretes is constructive criticism. And if you follow us on the Twitter, we're at Finish Your Pod. You follow us if you like a thing we do, or better yet, talk to us on Twitter. We love that. Um, I think we're getting better. I think we're getting better responding, Chris. I think you're really good at it, and I'm doing my, I'm doing my darndest. I yeah, I do. I wanted to actually introduce a terrible. new segment in every episode where we praise each other for, um, being active on social media. Hmm. What do you think about spending like half an hour to forty five minutes on that? <laughs> give each other during this segment. I like that idea. So who's gonna be the big winner um, today? Well, we're going to have to uh, turn it over to fate, uh, because I, of course, have created the Complies and Complies sure. by uh, allowing fate to pour through me mm-hmm. and dump words out of my fingers into a spreadsheet. Yeah. And now fate has to decide uh, who they belong like to. Just like the ancients. It's just the way the ancients uh, did it. Yeah. And so now uh, we'll see who they apply to specifically today a little more than uh, everybody else. Sorry. <laughs> at SCQ Podcast. Ooh. Oh, hey, cool. This is Side Character Quest, the podcast. Yeah, Side Character guys. Quest Podcast. This is very neat. This is... What was that? That was Gong. Amazing. Oh. Celebratory. I, I... Okay. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, Side Character Quest Podcast is quite cool. 
Yep. Uh, especially, I was curious how you do D&D with two people. And that's what this is. This is a dungeon master and a special guest. Yeah. And they do like three, you know, three, four, five, six episode. Uh, arcs it's very good. The, these kind of side characters. It's really fun. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Side character quest. Uh, and let's see what uh, Copley and Concrete they deserve today. Let's get that 20-sided guy rolling. Oh, look at that roll. Mm-hmm. That Let's look at another one. Ooh, not that one. Here comes another. Mm-hmm. Matt's rolling like crazy. He found one. When you volunteer for stuff, the other volunteers are happy you're there. Oof. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's a big deal, man, because I've volunteered for things, and I, I've seen other people's faces be like, oh. Yeah. And even if they're not, like, unhappy you're there, it's still rare, like, to be actively happy about somebody's presence in that sort of an environment. Yeah. I've not, I've not gotten the thing where they're not... Not actively unhappy. <laughs> not, not, not super useful. Uh, so yeah, very, very cool. Very nice. Nice to know keep that, that going with practical skills and thought processes. And you, when you when you go out and you do it, you're doing good work. So thank you for that. The world needs more of that. Now, let's see a little bit of constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Just like you know, some, some keep it. Mean, it might be a big deal. We'll see. That could be a really big deal. Actually, that's a good point. teeth are too clean it's a little sharky leave some spinach in there every once in a while yeah too clean it gets suspicious it's i mean kudos to you but there's like at a certain point people are going to be like why are they like that why are they so clean or a lot of people probably be like what is it that is off there's something off it's just something (laughs) off there no they're super cool it's i mean rock and roll but there's something so just you know grime it up a little bit just a little bit you know just a little, like you don't want your the the people clean your gums to be like what happened, but you want the people that you see every day to not be like a little scared. Yeah, like maybe you're an alien or something pretending to be human. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of that. Thing. Yeah, uncanny valley um, is your teeth. <laughs> yeah, which is cool, but like. You know, so thank you so much at scq podcast and everybody who joins us fun. on the internet we're at finish it pod there we're finish it pod on soundcloud you can finish has links for all our stuff including like a fun little thing that tells you which book you should start with if you're just starting listening so you can tell your friends about that so that they can get into finish your pod too so that you and your friends have something to talk about finally because nobody's doing anything right now so nobody has anything to talk about yeah, or keep it to yourself. It's your little secret. Oh, it's your little sexy secret. No, you know what? Actually, tell people about tell it. Tell people about it. I'm just thinking you want, we'd rather you tell people about Share it. Share the secret. But if it feels better to keep it secret, that's Keep fine. it secret, Just then. tell everybody you're keeping a big secret. Yeah. And I'll tell them it's us. Exactly. It's the perfect plan. And we'll be back next week with a very special episode with a very special guest. Uh, check out Asterios' stuff. In the meantime, uh, he's uh, he's pure comedy gold. Everything he does is a, is a delight. Uh, and then yeah, so get ready to have your mainframe hacked, spliced into and via the hacker net. Look out by a ghostware with a bot. USB connection. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, you just take it easy and take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Dinosaurs.
Master Podcaster. Master Podcaster gonna come at you and blast you with my raps that are faster than anyone can ever catch it. <laughs> I should have been a freestyle rap artist. I should have been a freestyle rap artist. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Instead, I'm a Totino's eating fartist. Oh. Sitting at home. Watch a TV. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to take big pauses. What are you doing? Yeah, you, are. you are? I was doing spoken word. I wasn't rapping. Oh, oh, okay. But that does get you kicked right out of the coffee house. That right. that poem. Which <laughs> right is a good poem. That was the whole thing. It was a good one. And that's part of the <laughs> statement, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs>